0: Welcome back to the What's Up Jay podcast. I'm your host, Jay, and thank you all so much for tuning in today for what is going to be a different episode than usual. Um, Obviously, I usually have a guest either sitting across from me in person or on a screen doing a Zoom call or however we end up doing the interview. But for this week, I wanted to do a little solo episode uh, to kind of tell my own story, um, and kind of talk about mental health. You know, I think, I think talking about mental health is very important. I think especially with the last, you know, couple years that we've had, um, (laughs) it's been pretty interesting, but, uh, yeah. So today's episode is going to be me kind of giving you a little, uh, play by play of sorts over the last year and change. Um, and just kind of talking to you about the lessons I've learned um, through my own mental health struggles and, you know, hopefully through telling a bit of my story. um, It either makes your challenges a little bit easier, maybe, you know, you're going through a similar thing, or maybe just my outlook on my experiences help you you know, tackle your day-to-day, you know, struggles and trials and and the like. So, yeah, before we get into any of that, though, I feel like I've never done an introduction of who I am to anyone who doesn't know um, who Jay is. So, hi, <laughs> my name is Jay. I am uh, the host of the What's Up Jay podcast. Uh, full name is uh, Jason Thomas Mullen currently living in upstate New York, um, graduated from Caslin university in 2020, um, with a degree in media and communications, a concentration in journalism. Um, so that's kind of where I have kind of gotten my, uh, love for the, uh, you know, interview, uh, you know, podcasts, news writing, stuff like that. Um, I kind of had a niche to do that prior to transferring in my junior year to Castleton University, so I kind of already knew that that's uh, you know the path I wanted to take. But through my classes there and through the experiences I had at you know that school, that small school with a big heart in Vermont, it was uh, you know I I owe everything that I'm doing right now um, to that school. So. You know, shout out to anyone listening from there. If that's you know, professors, you know, classmates I've had, uh, I love you guys and thank you uh, for being a part of the journey. Um, I grew up in Queens, New York. I am twenty four years old now. Um, grew up in Queens, New York. Moved upstate, like I said. Been living up here since I was in the fourth grade. Um, I was a three sport athlete <laughs> up until junior year of high school then focused in on soccer although when I went to my local junior college I ended up playing soccer and baseball there Um, those were fun experiences as well but some of my favorite sports teams you got for baseball you got the New York Mets Uh, for basketball you got the Brooklyn Nets for hockey I'm a Las Vegas Golden Knights guy Uh, for football I'm a New York football Giants guy um, for soccer, when you're on American soccer, it's the New York City Football Club, and for European competitions, it will be Chelsea Football Club. Um, I'm also a huge, uh, you know, comic book nerd, superhero nerd, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. Um, I loved Avatar The Last Airbender to go a little anime with you. um, and, uh, yeah, I love movies, love TV, Spongebob Squarepants, my favorite TV show, uh, give you little nuggets of knowledge about me there i am really into music um i am a singer songwriter by trade i'm trying to get a band off the ground right now um as well as obviously still trying to just write music and play as much music as i can i'm a guitar player singer by trade um and i just love making music man it's great i enjoy it very much um Hobbies now include music, um, video games, you know, trying to hang out with friends when I can, um, obviously podcasting, journalism, I see as a hobby, not just something I'm trying to pursue as a career, um, or media in general, I guess. I would also consider that a hobby, um, but that's just a little bit about me, uh, Before we just get into a uh, serious talk here. So I figure why don't we start, you know, at the beginning um, of the COVID-19 pandemic with the shutdowns. Um, So back, you know, in 2020, uh, it was end of winter, beginning of spring. I remember the day that we got an email saying, you know, because I was in my last semester at Castleton, we got an email saying... You know, classes for two weeks are going to be, you know, postponed. Um, I forget if it was just postponed or if we were going to be doing straight up two weeks of online classes or if it was because it was, you know, coinciding with a spring break. But nevertheless, it was like a two to four week period where we were going to kind of reassess the situation um, after that, you know, period. And I remember I was with my roommate at the time and we both got the email at the same time we were walking uh, to our cars, which were, you know, one of the parking lots on campus. And we were walking and we see, you know, three of our other friends that were in our friend group we hung out with, you know, daily driving in the same parking lot, pulled up. And then another, you know, two friends of ours walked into the parking lot and we were all just kind of, we all just kind of congregated there together. And, uh, Yeah, we all just spent time there together. We were sitting in the back of my roommate's pickup truck, and there was like an eerie feeling in the air. Like it seemed like we all wanted to cherish that moment. Um, You know, we didn't really say anything about it, but, you know, it kind of felt like the end of an era, so to speak, because we didn't really know what was going to be happening. You know, even at the time, I was pretty skeptical that we would be back on campus at any point let alone two to four weeks and to this day i'm pretty sure even though i've seen almost all of the friends from my friend group at college i'm pretty sure we haven't all been in the same room together or in the same space since that day um and thinking about that is uh you know depressing (laughs) to say the least um But then the end of college, you know, we got sent home, you know, turns out we're not going back to campus. And my transition into, you know, online learning was very easy um, in comparison to maybe like a lab science major. Um, You know, a lot of my coursework was done on my laptop anyway. Um, I was doing video projects. I was doing podcasting projects. I was writing stories um, for the school newspaper. I could still conduct interviews over the phone or via Zoom or whatever. And I could still, you know, type. I got two hands. I got electricity. I can type and send the stories in and all that. And it was a very easy transition. The only difference in my day to day was literally just not going to class or being on campus for the school paper. All my coursework, like I said, done on the laptop. And it was toward the end of the year, um, like as the year started to wind down, I was submitting my final assignments that I kind of realized, you know, it was starting to hit me a little bit, um, that my college experience was, uh, kind of abruptly ending or had kind of already abruptly ended, um, you know, toward the end of that year, I started to feel incredibly isolated. Um, I'm sure that is not a unique feeling, especially, you know, during the pandemic. Um, but I was definitely feeling isolated. Uh, didn't feel connected to the people that I was very easily connected with when I woke up and rolled out of bed to go to my 8 a.m. class, you know, uh, in Vermont, so... It's very different, um, very quickly. After the school year ended, me and uh, my partner Mel, uh, and I moved into an apartment together. Um, I was able to secure a full-time news reporter job, um, for a weekly newspaper up in Whitehall, New York. And, you know, I loved the job. I loved, you know, talking to people, writing the stories, um but I found that I wasn't doing great mentally. Like I felt kind of empty. I felt kind of like I wasn't on the right path, even though I was doing something that I enjoyed. Um, And like I said, you know, I graduated from school. The goal was to get a job as a reporter, you know, whether that be for a daily, whether it be for a weekly paper, a free press, it was as quickly as possible, get a job so I can getting, you know, begin to get that experience. I got that job, I believe I started in July of 2020. So toward the end of July 2020 was when I started that job. And then end of August, beginning of September, I was already kind of like, I was excited, but the kind of honeymoon phase, if you will, was already kind of dipping away. And I was already kind of feeling like unsatisfied or dissatisfied with I guess how I was just feeling about waking up every day and it was after that you know end of August beginning of September Um, I got a phone call from my older brother while I was at work Um, he had told me that my uncle had suffered a stroke and ever since you know he had that stroke he's been living in a nursing home for rehab and, you know, we've been able to visit him at his window for the most part during the pandemic now with vaccines and the, um, rolling back of the restrictions. Um, you know, one person has been able to go see him. He's been able to visit, um, from the nursing home and it's been very great recently. Um, he's been doing better, but you know, at the start, of the whole thing. It was, I felt like I couldn't be around enough, um, with my duties as a reporter. Um, you know, I also felt, um, that with my job being as intensive as it was and I needed to be as available as I had to be like all week, you know, I wasn't able to give enough time to my other passion projects, including this podcast, including my music, you know? So I had decided that I was going to leave the paper at the end of February of this year. So 2021. So, um, you know, from July to February is not a super long time. Um, but I stuck with it and, uh, you know, a lot of great experience. I don't regret Anything I like, I said I love the job. I love to. I worked with. Um, if you've listened to all of the What's Up Jay podcast episodes up to this point, you would have heard uh, me and my former coworker and you know good friend Austin Crozier. We you know kind of talked back and forth about his journalism experience, and we did obviously talk about our time together um, working at Nivit Media, um, as it is known now. So like I said, I don't regret anything about the job. It's just the way my life is, you know, still heading, but was heading in the time and the way just events unfolded in my life, it wasn't the right fit at the time. You know, ever since I left the paper, I've been laying the groundwork so I can get started with launching the creative projects I was talking about, like this podcast, you know, like I said, trying to get a band off the ground, you know, trying to make music, trying to create things and, you know, trying to find that fulfillment in the work that I do every day. And, uh, but even without the stress of my old job, I still, you know, I found myself feeling down. I felt, I felt good for a stretch, you know, like when I immediately wasn't having to wake up and, you know, not be around if something if somebody needed something in my family or if you know, I felt like I just needed to take a breather I didn't feel like I was letting my job down or whatever. So I felt I was riding a high for a little bit. Um but then I fell back into a into a lower state of mind. And um you know, that was Let's see, that was the end of February. Like I said, I left the job probably for about a month. So for the month of March, I felt pretty good. And ever since around my birthday, so April 26th, so at the end of April, um, I've been feeling lower again. Um, and it's not something that I did. I don't think it's something that I I didn't do, you know? It's just your mind is very tricky you can you know you can tell yourself that you're doing good and like you're doing the right thing and you're making the right decisions and you know everything that you're experiencing could even be positive but if you know for some reason your mind is in a different space or if it's if it's on like a different plane um it could be kind of like a seesaw you know kind of thing where like you're kind of teetering one minute you're riding a high next minute you know you're riding that uh the low but up until recently it was kind of up and down you know i've uh been dealing with that, going up and down through highs and lows and feeling better and then not feeling so good. And, you know, Mel has been incredibly supportive. My family has been incredibly supportive. Mel's family has been incredibly supportive, you know, talking me through decisions I've made, you know, talking me through the steps I plan on taking now moving forward, and you know, the goals that I have not only with this, you know, podcast, but other media endeavors that I have with the music that I'm hoping to create with all of it. You know, I'm trying to invest the time and trying to lay the groundwork, as I said, to launch these, you know, projects and sustain these projects. But up until recently, um, I haven't going through those ups and downs and then so two weeks ago today, um, well, I guess technically it was a Saturday morning. Um, but in any event, around two weeks ago, um, I got into a car accident. I was totally fine. Not a scratch on me. Yeah, you, know, you know, the car is, uh, no longer mine, uh, But, you know, even though I'm without a car, um, without getting into the nitty gritty of what happened and all that, it, uh, served as a literal reset for me. Like, as I was standing there after, you know, the initial shock of what had just happened, um... I was just kind of standing there, hands in my pockets, like, you know, for weeks I'd been feeling like, why are you trying to do these things? You know, it's so hard to keep the state of flow at a high when the results aren't coming in and... Obviously, this is only my fifth episode of this podcast, um, and I ran into some roadblocks starting some of my other endeavors, um, which I'm now getting over, um, and, you know, stay tuned for any updates I provide on those on my socials or whatever, but, you know, it, it served as, like I said, kind of like a literal wake-up call, like... You know, you got to you just got to work. You just got to grind because of it could all just kind of go away like that. You know, I mean, like I said, my accident was not serious and I did not have a scratch on me. Um, But you can't help but, you know, kind of have those thoughts um, of (laughs) it could have been so much worse, (laughs) a lot worse. Um, And I'm very blessed and very thankful that it was not and that I just no longer have a 2006 Ford Fusion to drive around town with, Uh, you know, good riddance. But uh, in any event, there's um, there isn't really a happy ending to this story. Like, you know, everything isn't just magically better, but there are a few things that I have learned over the course of this year and you know going through the hardships of leaving school and kind of feeling less connected to people and getting a job that i thought would kind of solve my um empty feeling of like not being fulfilled and then that wasn't the case even though i enjoyed what i was doing um and then like i said my uncle going through what he's going through with the stroke and um the car crash you know there's a a couple lessons that i've learned um throughout the year and change like i said of probably the toughest year like i said roughly of my life in terms of you know working on myself and working on mental health um and one of those is that in my experience, a lot of the stress and a lot of the anxiety that I have felt and continue to feel stems from my own thoughts. Um, and an example of that is what I just said. Like, like uh, you know, I used to, I was saying to myself, why are you kind of wasting your time is how I kind of framed it in my head doing these things if you're not immediately making a return on your investment, you know, of your time. And obviously the answer is I enjoy doing it and you know, it's not about the return. Um although the return is always nice obviously, but for me it's easy to kind of not catch myself talking in those tones um either about myself or just you know to myself about what's going on and I found that it's just as easy to literally like in your head when you realize it's happening kind of catch yourself and be like what like why why are you doing that to yourself why are you saying that to yourself like it's in my case with this with you know the what's up jay podcast i literally left a job to make more time for this that's why i'm doing it like it's something that i want to do and something i want to pursue and no matter how many people listen to it whether it's 20 whether it's 200 whether it's 2000 whatever it's experience that i'm now going to have for whatever comes next whether it's Continuing this podcast, whether it's you know getting a job on another podcast, whether it's getting a job at a radio station, whether it's getting a job at a restaurant, like whatever. Like I, without this experience, I'm not going to be able to take the next step, uh, no matter what it is. Um, and uh, recently, kind of catching myself and literally telling myself to stop being so negative has helped. Um, that's not always easy to do. Um, but you know, if you can find the strength to do that, um, it is definitely beneficial. The second lesson that I've learned, um, through kind of dealing with mental health is, I've found that it is a lot easier to mask your anxiety and your stress through hanging out with friends. And what I mean by that is you can be down and, you know, just stay in bed. You know, throw on Netflix, throw on YouTube, listen to your favorite album, you know, whatever. It's really easy to do that. Um, But for... Me, I find myself to be more of a introverted extrovert is how I describe it. I am very even keeled, very kind of laid back, kind of balanced. But I love, I'm, I'm such a social butterfly. I love hanging out with people. Um, and I think it's easy for me to kind of mask my uh, low periods with just, you know, going and hanging out with people. Um, and that's not to say you shouldn't go hang out with people. Um, that would be a silly thing to say. What I'm saying is you, you shouldn't go hang out with people, feel better because you're hanging out with your friends and doing things that you all enjoy. And then just think to yourself, wow, I'm all better <laughs> because that is not, I mean, you know, maybe it is, but at least for me, I found that, that is not the case. And, um. You still have to put in the work to learn yourself, learn who you are, learn how you react to things, learn how to deal with your stress and your anxiety and your, you know, struggles and your trials and your, you know, grind. Like you, you I think that life... A big part of life is learning how you as a human operate, because it's 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 really funny. We don't know that fresh out the gate, you know, like. I feel like this would be an important thing to learn in school, like learn or at least kind of gain knowledge for tools to put in the tool belt to kind of help you learn who you are. You know, because it's not really all just easy to get through. Like 90, a majority of the time you can feel something and have no clue why you feel that way or why you reacted that way and it just happened like in an instant. And you need to be able to, you know, kind of slow down time, kind of take a step back and figure out what happened, why it happened, why you did what you did or reacted the way you did or said what you said. And I just think that that would be a very important thing to learn in school. I feel like in school, it's more about learning how to gain knowledge and learning how to process knowledge and learning how to use that knowledge to further your education instead of further yourself as an individual. Um, I think both are great. I just think that we need to put more emphasis on one that is lacking, which is, you know, personal growth. Yeah, I kind of went on a little bit of a tangent there, but going on to lesson number three that I've learned, just because you make a decision that you feel deep down in your soul is the right decision That doesn't mean that your mental health is just going to magically get better. Now, the example from me is, you know, leaving a job that you know will look good on a resume if you keep it. Working at a newspaper, whether it's a weekly paper, daily paper, whatever, writing and getting published looks good if you are looking to continue to work in journalism and work in media. It's the same thing as, you know, it's the same thing with with any job. You know, like you want to gain experience to get further in your field. And I chose to leave a job that would give me experience that would look great on a resume look would look good on my LinkedIn profile um to pursue you know personal projects to pursue um family to pursue um a journey to get my life back on track um which I think is incredibly important and I'm very thankful that you know, the people around me, um, you know, Mel, my partner, um, former professor Dave Blow, who has been a guest on this podcast. Um, again, my family, Mel's family, my friends, everybody that I've, you know, spoken to about these things. I'm very thankful that, um, they've kept me level headed, that they've kept me on track and they've reminded me of, um, why, I'm making the decisions I'm making, um, but again, that that doesn't mean <laughs> that my mental health is just better. It doesn't mean that I'll never feel sad again because I made the right decision for me. Uh, that is the furthest thing from what it means. Because again, going back to you know what I was saying earlier, uh, you know, telling myself <laughs> or saying like why am I wasting my time um again i'm i'm not wasting my time and i'm doing what i want to do and uh it's just i feel like i'm rambling kind of saying the same things over and over again but just being able to realize that you know the journey's long but once you keep moving keep grinding keep working It, um, will all pay off, you know, one way or another, whether it's with results or with experience or both, you know, it's going to pay off. Um, but that doesn't mean your mental health will magically get better. And that will lead into the fourth lesson, which is talking helps. Now that could mean talking to a therapist or getting a therapist. I am currently, um, You know, seeing a therapist for short-term therapy, uh, speaking with, you know, Mel, my partner, about things that are going on, thoughts I've had, decisions I've wanted to make. Like I said, talking to Dave Blow, uh, you know, talking to friends, talking to family, you know, talking to anybody. Expressing the way you feel is incredibly important and an incredibly valuable skill to kind of help, um, with things. And if you don't think you need to talk to a therapist and you don't need to talk to a therapist, um, you know, just, you know, talk with your brother, talk to your sister, talk to your mom, talk to your dad, talk to your uncle, talk to your neighbor, talk to, you know, old friend at school that you're catching up with. Cause you haven't seen him in over a year cause of a COVID-19 pandemic that, you know, locked you in your house for over a year. You know, talk to these people because, you know, they will either have similar experiences and you guys can kind of help each other out. They'll be a good friend and be incredibly helpful and be a great listener. Or they will just give you really great advice. Um, I found that to be true with everyone that I've spoken to, whether it's something that I felt was very helpful to hear at the time or whether it was something I didn't really want to hear at the time, you know, it's all, it's all very helpful. It's all very useful. It's all, it's all part of the journey. That's kind of, I guess how I want to round this out and just say, you know, don't let a bad stretch of life, keep you down and out for too long. Um, because that's not worth it either. You know, I think life, a big part of life, like I said, is figuring out who you are, how you operate. And a big part of that is with your mental health, you know, learning, being more forgiving to yourself. That's super important to be kinder to yourself. Nobody is perfect. Not a single one of us is perfect. We're all going to get knocked down. We're all going to leave a perfectly good job for maybe looking in from the outside. No good reason, you know. We're going to crash our cars and be without a car with little money in the bank, you know. We're going to struggle, you know, with anxiety and stress and depression and everything else. And that's okay. What's important is to get up and keep trying, keep trying, be kinder to yourself and keep grinding, you know, you're all beautiful souls, you know, you're going to wake up tomorrow, look outside, it's going to be a new day and you just got to get after it. So I really hope that that wasn't uh, incredibly boring. I know, uh, like I said, it's my first uh, solo episode of the podcast, but I couldn't let you go without doing my own solo version of our recurring segment here on the What's Up Jay podcast, Gut Reaction. Now, usually I come up with scenarios and questions for the guests to respond to with their gut reactions, but since it was a solo show for this week, I reached out on my social medias and asked you guys, the listeners, to send in uh, your gut reaction questions. Um, So I'm going to go through those here. I got more than five, um, but I couldn't narrow it down, and uh, they're all very good questions. So let's get started. The first one coming from my younger brother, Justin Mullen. He asks... If you could only watch, play, and play the video games of one sport for the rest of your life, which would you pick? And then he gives me the options of baseball, soccer, basketball, football, hockey, or pro wrestling. Straight off the top, there's only two um, that I think I could see myself only, you know, watching, playing, and playing the video games for for the rest of my life, and that would be soccer. And that would be pro wrestling. Um, with soccer, you know, I I love watching soccer. I know a lot of people think it's boring. I think it is one of the most beautiful sports to watch. It's fantastic. I have a great appreciation for the game. You know, I played the game all the way through, you know, two years of college. Played club soccer at Castleton University for, you know, two years I love soccer my favorite sport pro wrestling and Justin knows this I'm a fan of pro wrestling I love watching pro wrestling love playing the video games um but I'm gonna have to go with soccer because I can actually play soccer well (laughs) without uh you know I already have the basic skill set from playing for so long I don't need to relearn or you know learn uh professional wrestling um which would be, not only would it be tough, it would be pretty painful, I would imagine. So, soccer for that one. Second question it comes from my older brother, James Mullen. And he asks, what is a better way to honor the legacy of a number in sports, retiring the number like an American pro sports, or by keeping the number as the number of your best player for decades, like an in international soccer? <laughs> so, for me, I think that um, a better way to... Um, honor the legacy of players is the way of, uh, you know, the way soccer does it. Um, I think that, you know, you think of your number 10s and you think of, you know, all the great number, you know, all the great players that wore number 10 for your club or just for the sport in general, like you're in that club, you know, of like number 10, like the great players to wear that number. Um, and if you play soccer, you know, number 10 is usually like your, you know, best player. Um, I think that retiring numbers is also a very honorable way to, um, go about honoring someone's legacy. But I think like the lineage is cooler in my opinion. So the way they do it in international soccer, um, would be my answer. Question number three coming from my good friend Cameron. He asks, would you rather find commercial success playing music in a band or by doing everything completely on your own? Um, For me, this is actually pretty easy. Um, And it's uh, finding the commercial success playing music in a band. Um, I love doing things on my own, don't get me wrong, but there's just something about... Like when you're, you know, practicing or when you're jamming with uh, even just, you know, a couple of other people, even if it isn't in a band like this, that, that feeling I get when I'm playing the guitar and I just got someone on keys over here, someone on drums to my right, you know, my boy, you know, Cookie on the bass to my left, Mike on a lead guitar, you know, Greg on the drums. It's, uh, I get more out of playing with people than I do just playing by myself um, if that makes sense but that's just a personal thing Um, you know Cameron you and I can you know jam together I know you play keys as well so uh, we can get together uh, and we can uh, make something happen and uh, find commercial success playing in a group how's that question number four coming from Tim Daly he asks would you rather every haircut you get You end up looking like a loaf of bread, or every piece of furniture turns into a wet sponge two minutes after you sit on it. This is uh, (laughs) an intriguing question. Um, I think I'm going to go with the loaf of bread. Um, Every haircut looks like a loaf of bread, because today I got my socks wet, and uh, if you know... If you've ever had your, you know, stepped in a puddle with socks on, you know how unpleasant that is. So I can't imagine sitting on a wet sponge would uh, be too appealing. And I would have to, you know, time myself to make sure I got up before the two minute mark. Um, And that just wouldn't be, you know, comfortable. So I'd rather look like a loaf of bread and be comfortable than not look like a loaf of bread and be sitting on a wet sponge. So there you go. Next question coming to us from Bryce Diggs. They ask, which way does the giraffe wear its tie? Now, Bryce sent me a picture um, of what they're asking. And, you know, I'm I'm sure you've seen this image before. One side, you know, the giraffe's wearing it, wearing a tie, kind of tied closer to its head. Um, And the other one is toward the base of its neck where, you know, a human person would have their tie kind of tied because their neck is not as long. Um, so which way would a giraffe wear the tie? I think it's more aesthetically pleasing, um, with the, you know, tie closer to the head. Um, I honestly, the other way looks kind of sloppy to me, um, at the base of the neck of the giraffe. So I'm going to go with up toward the head toward the top, um, of the giraffe's neck price um hope that's a satisfactory answer next question coming to me from david schwartz marvel or star wars um for me that's pretty easy um it's marvel um i love star wars don't get me wrong but like i said i'm way more of a spider-man fan than i am a star wars fan so Based on that knowledge alone, i got to go with Marvel over Star Wars. Um, Sorry for all you Star Wars fans out there. Uh, It is what it is. Another question from David Schwartz. He asks, would you rather go bald or your hair never stops growing? I'm assuming he wouldn't want me to get haircuts uh, because my hair doesn't stop growing now. So, I'm going to assume... That, uh, David, in this scenario, I would not be able to get a haircut and it would keep growing forever. Um, I would probably rather have hair than not have hair. Um, And I'd be able to just kind of tie it up in a bun or something. So I'm going to say my hair never stops growing. I've also had buzz cuts before. I've never had my hair all the way down to my feet. So that'd be interesting uh, to see how that looks another question here coming from james mullen he asks if you could only pick one three album stretch of any artist's career to listen to for the rest of your life what would they be and they have to be three consecutive releases (sighs) that's a tough one because off the top of my head i can't even think of many artists with three consecutive like what three consecutive albums would even be um the three that are coming to mind, um, well, the two artists would be Father John Misty and I would probably pick I Love You, Honey Bear to Pure Comedy to God's Favorite Customer and leave his uh, debut album Fear Fun Out. And then... And Twiddle only has three studio albums. They've got Natural Evolution of Consciousness, Somewhere on the Mountain, and then Plump Chapters 1 and 2. So... I guess... If I had to pick one of those two artists, it'd probably be Father John because of the... um, I fell in love with Father John Misty before I fell in love with Twiddle, so that would uh, probably just be an easy answer for you. The final question of this edition of the Gut Reaction segment comes from my partner Mel, and she asks, vegan cauliflower wings or vegan pizza? For those of you who don't know, Mel and I are both vegan, and... Pizza is my favorite food, although I do love cauliflower wings with ranch, but I could just as easily put ranch on pizza. So it's going to be vegan pizza. Still love pizza. Uh, You know, pizza will always be my favorite food, whether it's vegan pizza or not. Um, But honey, thanks for that question. It was a fantastic question and and, uh, I love you. But anyways, guys, that's going to be it for this episode of the What's Up, Jay podcast. Thank you all so much for sticking with me um, through my rambling about mental health. And then these fun gut reaction questions, I really had a good time answering them. And um, we'll see who the guest is going to be next time. Maybe I'll do another solo show and talk about something else. Let me know. Um, Reach out to me on my social medias. Um, I'm on Facebook, uh, you know, Jay Mullen. Um, Instagram and Twitter are both at MullenJ02. Um, you can reach out to me on there. Let me know if you have any guests in mind. If you want me to kind of take on a topic and roll with it for another solo episode, or however you uh, would want me to go about it, I'm still kind of building the plan as I'm flying it in terms of this podcast. Um, so we'll kind of see where we go from here. This is episode five. Um, of the What's Up J podcast. Many more to come. Hopefully you'll stick around for the journey. Hopefully you will uh, stick with me. And uh, hopefully I'll uh, see you soon.